You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Uh, My name is John, and today we get to have a conversation with the Nick Omelette. Nick, welcome. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah. Now, Now, I... Uh, I've gotten to know you over the last few years, and, yep. and so I'm excited for you to share your story a little bit with people that are listening here in Brandon that maybe haven't got to know you. Um, so just start out, tell us a little bit about you, your family, yeah, um, how you got to Brandon. Sure. Yeah, so it's me, uh, my wife, uh, Stacy, who's uh, home with our kids. Uh, I always say, uh, after our fourth child was born, we have five kids. Uh, so we've got uh, one that's going to be going into fifth grade, so she'll be at the uh, intermediate school. So a uh, big change for her this oh, yeah. upcoming year, which will be be exciting. Got a son who will be in third grade, a daughter who will be in first grade. Uh, I've got another daughter uh, who's in preschool still, and then a, a son that's going to turn two in a couple days here. So she's at home with the Rugrats, and uh, she's been doing that for, oh, probably four years. And I always say that, uh, you know, her stress level went way up and mine went way down when she started to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, uh, but she's a, she's a rock star. So she's yeah. at home with the kids. Um, yeah, we've got, yeah, obviously, like I said, we've got five kids in the school system. Yeah. Uh, so that's been, that's been awesome. Uh, Brandon's been an, an absolute blessing. I uh, love the community. Um, I work for a financial planning firm in, in Sioux Falls. So we live okay. in Brandon. Uh, I head into to Sioux Falls every, every day for work. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've been in Brandon. It'll be eight years, I think. In let's see, yeah, to be eight years in September. Okay. Uh, so we've been in the community for about eight years and try to get involved in a number of different things. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a, a short introduction to us. Well, I, I mean, I have lots of questions about that. Like, so yeah. did, are, are were you was there a plan to have a financial planner? <laughs> I know your wife a little bit. She seems like she's a planner as well. Yeah. Did we plan on five kids? She's the type A one. No, I, oh. not necessarily. We didn't necessarily go into it with a plan for for five kids. I, I think we always kind of wanted a big family. Um, I'm actually, I'm one of five. So I came from a, a family with a lot of kids. Uh, she's one of three. And I think we always, uh, four always kind of stuck out in our minds, but we went girl, boy, girl, girl. And there was just something about that overload on the girl side of things that, that both of us wanted to try for another boy. Um, I honestly probably would have been fine at four. Um, mm-hmm. The track record wasn't great at that point in in trying to trying to get a boy another boy out, and so um, we had conversations about it. Uh, really, we were on like a two year kind of yeah. a two year yeah. streak there for a while, and and we we stretched it out to two and a half between four and five because we just weren't sure, you know, what we what we wanted to do there. So that was not really the plan. Uh, kind of just happened, and. and uh, um, yeah, we we got our our second boy on number five and uh, took care of things shortly yeah. after that. And so five five's where it's going to end. We're, okay, five is okay. Yeah, we're good there. We're stopping at a basketball team. We are. We're good there. Yeah, when they do co-ed, we're in. Okay. We're in. Because I mean, you think about that, like you know, long term planning now. Yeah. Like I mean, the grandkids that you potentially yeah. there. We didn't I mean, think that through. Yeah, that was a, that was faulty planning on our part. Yeah, there we we really didn't think that one through. Yeah, even already trying to keep up with all their activities and whatnot. Like you run, you run every which direction, and you kind of run around like chickens with your heads cut off. But you wouldn't change it for anything. But it's uh, it, they're a lot to keep up with. So your you know your kids are involved in you know in in sports activities. What yep. kind of activities are they involved in? I would say right now. Um, 
yeah, sports kind of is is where their interests have have fallen. Um, her oldest daughter is uh, uh, loves soccer, so she's been doing she's been doing soccer, uh, basketball, and uh, she's going to start volleyball this fall. So she's excited about that. Okay. Our son uh, does a little bit of everything. He's you know his favorite sport is whatever season it is at the time. So sure. he's done. Uh, he just got done with baseball. I had fun with that. He'll do. Uh, like football uh, through the FCA league in, in Brandon mm-hmm. uh, in the fall and then uh, does basketball during the winter and, and, you know, kind of dabbles with different things during the summer. So I, I, I mean, yeah, even the younger ones are getting into soccer and, and things like that as they can. They've done a little bit of dance and things like that. Okay. I, yeah. So they, they get that they're, they're active kids. Cool. Yeah. Well, and you guys are talk, talk a little bit about like you and your wife, you know, where you're from, how did you meet? Sure. Were you high school sweethearts? Yeah, I mean, how t- tell us that story? We'd yeah, love to know. so I I grew up in Sioux Falls. Um, I was a, a Roosevelt High School grad, so I I don't tell many people that in Brandon because I I think there's a bit of a rivalry there. And so, okay. um, but I was a Roosevelt High School grad, so I grew up in Sioux Falls. Uh, my wife grew up in Sartell, Minnesota, which is okay. right outside of St. Cloud. Uh, we both uh, ended up at SDSU, uh, and that's where we met uh, actually through FCA. Uh, she was a basketball player at SDSU. I went up there to play football. I ended up dealing with some injuries and uh, FCA played a key role in just kind of my faith walk. Uh, I would say uh, it's been a huge part of my wife's and my relationship is just the the faith aspect of it. So I got highly involved in FCA. Uh, she started attending as a basketball player and some mutual friends kind of set us okay. up and we hung out for a while. So we actually, yes, yeah, so we met at college. Uh, we dated for about 10 months got engaged we're engaged for about two years i don't recommend a two-year engagement to anybody no that's a that's a difficult uh difficult two years there where it's like hey we're getting married everybody says oh when's the wedding we're not sure yet i think flip your calendar twice and then we're then we're looking at (laughs) then we'll find uh we'll find a date so (laughs) so that that date three years out exactly exactly i don't think they print calendars far enough out (laughs) for you to put it on put it on there yet but uh just know it's coming so yeah, so we got engaged, um, got married right out of college, uh, and then moved to Nashville, Tennessee for about two and a half years. I got my master's mm-hmm. down there in sports administration. She worked as a nurse. Uh, she's a nurse by trade, so she worked in okay. peds oncology in Nashville and and loved it. So it was it was that was an awesome time for us. Truly, I mean, one, it's an amazing city, but two, just to be that far away from each of our families to kind of be on our own, learn how to do life together and uh, be fully reliant on each other, you know, not necessarily have, you know, mom and dad to, to lean on, you know, Mm -hmm. so much. I mean, we had, we were, we were on our own, on our own. So it was, uh, uh, you know, we had a lot of visitors and we were able to come back once in a while when we could, but to truly uh, kind of figure life out on our own, uh, it was, it was an awesome time. So two and a half years. So what, so, I mean, I know a lot of people that traveled to Nashville, yeah. you know, for vacations, kind of extended weekends. Yeah. What was that like living there? I mean, it seems like a kind of a cool place to live. It, it is. It was fun. Um, you know, I would say, you know, we, it, it was fun when we had visitors because we were kind of able to take the, do the touristy stuff. You know, we, sure. we were busy when we were down there because I had, I had grad school. I was trying to work, you know, weird jobs, you know, just to try to, you know, make ends meet and things like that. And we, we always say, you know, she was a, a brand new nurse and generally in nursing, when you get started, you're working the night shift. And so, you know, a lot of my stuff was during the day. A lot of her stuff was during the night. So we always say, we just give each other high fives on the way in yeah, and out of the, yeah. out of the apartment. And that was kind of our, kind of our life, but it was a great place to live. It truly was. The people down there are amazing, fun area. There's always things to do. I mean, we'd have, 
we found great places to go to go hiking and and fun places to golf around there and and just you know obviously the the night scene you could just go hang out and have a hamburger and listen to live music that yeah. that you can't hear a lot of places around here like sure. it was just so it <laughs> sure. was yeah it was a lot of it was a lot of fun packed on a lot of weight while we were down there you yeah. know eating fried food and and you know southern southern home southern cooking food, right? yeah, yeah. it was good it was good but we had yeah we had cool. fun Cool. Now you you mentioned FCA. Yep. Talk a little bit about you know. Talk a little bit more about that and how are you, are you still involved with FCA? Do you still have a, yeah. a role with them? Yep. Yep. So I actually uh, just recently stepped on the state board. Uh, TJ okay. Carlson uh, is the new state director of FCA in South Dakota. Okay. Uh, he's a great uh, friend and mentor of mine. Uh, when I was involved at uh, at SDSU and FCA, uh, he actually. Uh, I was a, a mentor of mine, I would call him. He was a youth pastor, or a college pastor up in town and kind of took time to, to pour into me and pour into a few others of us who were sort of taking on leadership roles with FCA. And uh, actually when we were in Nashville was when we got a letter from him uh, saying that, that he was going to be stepping into FCA full time, uh, got out of uh, his college pastoring and, and wanted to get into FCA full time, did an incredible job. With the FCA ministry up there, became sure. the chaplain for the football team. Uh, built, uh, took took the FCA program. I would say from you know maybe fifteen to twenty, you know kids coming every week. To I mean, he had hundreds at, at wow. some meetings coming and and being a part of that and just able to pour into them and love on them and and you know continue to help them build their faith and build leadership in that way. Yeah, it's a special it's a special ministry. Obviously, you know, coach. Coach Young, yep. Coach Heinitz have been a part of that as well. Yep. Um, what, what's the what's the vision not only at the college level, but talk a little bit about the high school level? Is that part of how is that a part of the vision? Because uh, I know our FCA and Brandon is yep. really strong. It is, yeah. yeah. Brandon actually the the high school FCA and Brandon is one of the strongest, and even the the middle school as well. Um, Coach Lochner has done a great job out there, uh, and he's been involved in it a long time. There, there's a lot of people involved out there that have done a great a great job. But yeah, the FCA and Brandon uh, is extremely strong, uh, and they've done a they've done a great job with it. Uh, just and having consistent leadership and and a, a consistent person who has passion uh, to see it to see it through is huge. Uh, in high school. Uh, Jeff Lukens was was that guy at Roosevelt. Sure. We had a great FCA sure. chapter at, at Roosevelt. But truly, I mean, the vision of FCA is is to to use the platform of sports to to share Jesus and mm-hmm. and to help people uh, build confidence in in that you know and you know they've shifted vision a little bit you know for a while it was to and through the coach you know mm-hmm. where where they right. have a huge heart to impact coaches and Coach Young you yeah. know that's been a huge passion of his to to reach coaches because. You know those coaches have incredible influence on on their athletes' lives, and and we've got amazing coaches in Brandon. Mm-hmm. You know, truly, uh, that have have really embodied. You know, I would say the the vision of of FCA, and they're you know, it's not that they're beating anybody upside the head with a Bible necessarily, mm-hmm. right. um, but opening opportunities for their athletes to learn. Um, I would say, you know, treating them. Uh, with respect, just the way they carry themselves, conduct themselves, the way they coach, the way they yeah. love on their athletes. I mean, that's a huge part of it. You know, sports gives you an incredible platform. It really does. You know that. Yeah. You know, I know I know that. Um, I look back on my career and wish that that I probably would have understood that that platform to a little greater capacity. And and who knows, you know, how God, you know, changes my path. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I would have understood that fully uh, back at a younger age, 
Um, so that really, I think, is what it's about is is helping you know student athletes understand the the platform that they have and the responsibility they have to use that uh, yeah. to to glorify Christ. You know, understanding where their where their their talents have have come from and the responsibility they have to to use that for His glory. I would say is is a huge piece of of what FCA is trying to accomplish. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a it's had an impact certainly. Uh, I've had that experience, the impact it's had on me as well as seeing the impact it has on athletes and coaches is is super positive. We're coming up, I mean, school's starting here in about a week. Yep. And uh, there's also a big event you and I have been a part of. Uh, You play a very, now, very upfront role uh, in the prayer breakfast. And uh, tell people a little bit about how to get involved at the prayer breakfast. What What can we do? Where do we go for that? How do yeah. we get involved? Yeah, so August 19th this year is going to be the prayer breakfast. It's always the Friday before school starts, and uh, we we host it at the high school. Uh, for a lot of years, it was in the it was in the commons at the high school, which is awesome. I mean, what what sort of town, you know, can mm-hmm. you have a, a prayer breakfast in the commons at the high school? I mean, it's been it's been a blessing and amazing to see. Um, we actually just last year. Uh, moved it because of the size that it's grown to. Uh, we now do uh, kind of a, a stand-up breakfast in the in the commons, and then move everybody into the PAC, uh, yeah. which is which is awesome. So you know, really, it's a it's a chance for everybody to come together and and truly just lift the community up in in prayer. I mean, it's it's not a it's not an extravagant concept, but if you believe in the power of prayer, uh, it's an amazing an amazing time for our community. I one of the I guess a. Uh, to the picture I usually use to paint the power of it is uh, I've been on the the Brandon Prayer Breakfast Committee for I, I honestly don't even know how many years, maybe the entire time we've been in Brandon. <laughs> so, you know, five, six, seven, eight years, something like that. But uh, one day, uh, one morning of the prayer breakfast, I had to run into Sioux Falls to pick something up. And I was driving back out to Brandon early, and it was a cloudy day. And there was one 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 gap in the clouds uh, that the sun was yeah. shining through. And as I'm driving back out, it was directly over the high school. Like, it was wow. just there was one gap in yep. the clouds, sun shining through right on the high school. And I snapped a picture of it. And I just thought, like, that is – that's a picture to me of the power – of what the prayer breakfast does is just lifting our community up. And, and, um, so that's what it is. I mean, and, and to get involved, we always need, um, you know, one attend, you know, and yeah. encourage other yep. people to attend. That's a, that's a huge piece of it is just the more, the more people can gather and, and lift our community up in prayer, the more powerful it is. Um, you know, we, we usually try to get businesses to sponsor mm-hmm. some tables. We want students to be able to attend for free. Um, tickets yeah. are, it's $10 to attend the prayer breakfast. And, you know, it's not a fundraiser for anything uh, necessarily. Uh, the ministerial mm-hmm. association out in Brandon is a huge piece of it. And so yeah. the money that we, that's raised that, uh, that's above and beyond what the cost is goes to the ministerial association and a few other yeah. organizations in the community. But it's not, it's not necessarily, it's the purpose of it is not to raise money, but um, we want students to be able to do it, to attend for free. So we usually have businesses sponsor tables for $75. Um, so if you're a business and interested in doing mm-hmm. that, obviously that's, that's helpful, but, but more than anything, um, just attending and encouraging your neighbor and friends and family uh, to attend as well is the most powerful thing people can do. Yeah, I, I think it's super powerful to and and because at the for those of that have maybe never been to the prayer breakfast, yep. I mean it really go through the entire community from mm-hmm. our government yep. to our law enforcement yep. to our teachers, yep. families, businesses. It, it's a beautiful concept of yep. really covering 
each year covering the community in prayer and yeah. um i you know it, it, we've seen it grow yeah um i think of you know Paul has certainly been, and and Coach Young have yep. certainly been a part of championing this. But Absolutely, many folks, you know, the ministerial and many other folks yep. have gotten involved uh, to really make this happen. Yep. So, so yeah, would encourage you to check that out. It's coming yeah. up here in just a couple of weeks. Yep. So, Absolutely. So yeah. that's exciting. Um, tell us a little bit about as we as we kind of wrap up here, Nick. I mean, what what after eight years? I mean, we're talking five kids. Yeah. Who knows how many different things you've been able to be a part of, but it seems like you're always doing something. <laughs> what do you love most about, about being in Brandon and serving the community? What, what's, yeah. what do you love about it most? Honestly, the people. Like I, one, you know, I, we love – community is a hard one to, to define, but I would say, I, I would say the, the definition of community would be why we why we chose Brandon. You know, I growing up in Sioux Falls, uh, we lived in Brookings right prior to moving to Brandon, and uh, you know, I, when we were moving down this way, um, you know, we we looked at a lot of different smaller communities. Neither, neither my wife or I w- had a lot of interest in being in Sioux Falls. I think we wanted a smaller community. Um, she grew up in a one high school town. You know, I grew up in a town with with obviously multiple, and and I like the passion that people have for that one. That one school, I love that our kids, you know, at the very onset are wearing, you know, which as an SDSU guy, it's hard for me to say, but that they're wearing yeah. red and black, you know, from a from a young age. Even an NDSU guy, that's hard. It's hard to see that sometimes the red and black on on the kids, but to see them to see them wear Lynx gear, you know, and to be able to show up, you know, for for the pigskin classic, the the pregame tailgate, and and mm-hmm. you know have face paint and and you know cheek tattoos and all those things. So it's just it's the people. The people in Brandon are amazing. Uh, we I would say there's a love for each other there. There's a love for for each other's families. You know, I think it's yes, like you hear people say all the time, it takes a village, you know, to raise mm-hmm. kids, and and for us. From the the families that we have on our kids um, activities, you know that if we if we have to send one of our kids with with another family to to go to a, a soccer tournament or a baseball whatever, it is, you just know they're going to be loved on. You know, like they're yeah. one of their like they're one of their own. For, to the coaches that they that we have in the community, that you send them to a camp or you send them to their league, and you know they're going to be well cared for. To the churches that we have that are pouring it, like it's just it's just an unbelievable place where you know they're loved at every level. Teachers, administrators, yeah. at every level, you you just know that your kids are going to be loved on, and that's a huge a huge piece of it for my wife and I. And we've gotten involved on a number of levels. Um, you know, the prayer breakfast is is one. I've I've gotten involved with the Brandon Community Foundation, which has been awesome, just to mm-hmm. kind of see the impact that they've had on the on the community, um, to coaching our kids' uh, activities and and helping in those in those areas. And everywhere you go, uh, there's just a there's just a really neat passion that people have for the community, and it's exciting to be a part of that. Like it's exciting that that people want to be in Brandon and they want to see Brandon become you know, the, the city that we know that it, that it can and, mm-hmm. and that they're passionate mm-hmm. about being a part of making that happen. So yeah. I love the vision and, and the passion, I guess, ultimately is, is what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. That's good to hear. And I, and I appreciate you, you know, stepping, stepping up, you know, and moving here, not growing up here, you know, yeah. having a little bit of a, 
you know, seedy past. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I say, know exactly. You know, I, I understand. <laughs> but I, see, I didn't even know that. You've, you've kept oh, that. Oh, boy. I didn't, I, realize, see, I didn't realize I that. told you, I keep that under wraps. I'm, you know, I'm a proud rough rider. I really am. But it's it's easy to, they, every year that we've lived in Brandon and they've played Roosevelt in football, I've gone to probably three of those games. And, and I, I'll wear Lynx gear. You know, so I, I, I'll, I'll root for the Lynx. I'm a, I'm a Lynx at heart at this point. Yeah, uh, I, uh, it's amazing how when your kids put on a uniform, how your ideas from before change. Yep, absolutely. I I never thought I could ever cheer for a jackrabbit ever. And then I got, then, then I got relatives running around and like, okay. Yeah. It's different. It changes. So. But when you know what it stands for too, I mean, ultimately, you know, you know, like I, they're, our kids are proud to put on Lynx gear and I'm proud, I'm proud for them to put on Lynx gear and to wear it because we know, we know what that stands for, you yeah. know, and, and the, you know, you hear the schools talk a lot about the Lynx way and, and that, that's everywhere, you know, every, everywhere kind of has those things, but I do feel like Brandon truly has embodied that, mm-hmm. that they do make it something bigger than just a, a name on a shirt. Well, you have it on your shirt right there, right here, yeah. you know, and they, I feel like it's something bigger than yeah. than just a, a a brand on a shirt, you know. I do feel like the community has has embodied that, so it does. It makes it. it you can kind yeah. of forget, you know, old rivalries and things like that, and and really embody, you know, what the town stands for. Yeah, I think, and I, you know, when we when we launched this podcast, and we and we recognized, you know, hey, love your neighbor, L Y N, love your neighbor yeah. as Christ. I mean, that's it's yeah. in our DNA yeah. to be neighbors, and yeah. I think. That's something, you know, we talk about a lot of the wins here, but I think that's something we can always hold ourselves to of being that, you know, not just having great neighbors. Yeah. Really, what if everybody in our community was committed to becoming a great neighbor? Right. And uh, as as people are coming and I, and every time we have this conversation or we talk about Brandon, I always think about the people that, you know, that aren't here yet. Yeah. Or the people that have been here for a while, but haven't really gotten involved and, uh, Community isn't something that you, it's not like going out to eat. That's a consumer mindset. Community for me, and I think for you as well, it's much more about contribution. And when you start giving and you start investing in a place, Mm -hmm. you get way more back and and that you cannot, really can't out give. Um, you know, something like a, a community. And so that's, that's why we're doing this. Yeah. And I, when I asked you, you know, your favorite part, I thought you were going to say pizza ranch <laughs> because pizza <laughs> ranch, <laughs> pizza ranch is sponsoring this episode. Aaron, and, and Aaron Hansen, he's great. Jackrabbit. Yeah. 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 I mean, all time legend. Absolutely. Legend Jackrabbit. So, I thought you were going to say Pizza Ranch. So we well, kind of got off on that trail right, about loving it, your neighbor and stuff. It, it, exactly. But in all reality, it is Pizza Ranch. You know, it's, yes. hard, it's hard not for it to be Pizza Ranch. And, you know, we we walk in with our fleet of kids, and and I think they get a little excited about that. But the thing is, the the older our kids get, the the less Pizza Ranch is going to like us coming because we've got a couple say, boys yeah. that I think can can hold their own at the buffet. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know that look. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when our family walks in and they yeah, go, they go, oh no, can we order this you something? And we're like, I want a yeah. hot dog. I want a hamburger. <laughs> I want those. You know, <laughs> yeah, Dad, you gonna finish that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about Pizza Ranch. It, it, it is. It, it's a hometown place. It is. And and nobody, if you go hungry, it's your own fault. 
It is. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. It is. Like, we, it never fails. Uh, you know, if we, we don't eat out a, a ton, I mean, big family, it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot to, to get all of us fed in an orderly fashion and not annoy everybody around you know, around the restaurant with us. So, but you, you know, reserve we, a room. Exactly, we pretty much have to, but, uh, it never fails when we ask the kids, Hey, where do you want to, where do you want to go to eat? We're going to go out to eat tonight. Pizza ranch, you yeah. know, and they, they love it. They love, they love the food. They love going over and it's cool to have the county fair right next mm-hmm. to it where they can go and jump on the, the jumpy houses and play a few games. And, and, you know, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a great place. It honestly is. Yeah, we're so, frequent uh, frequent flyers there. I would call us. So, well, if you don't have yeah. plans tonight for uh, for your evening meal or for your lunch meal, for that hey, matter, any meal. Exactly. I mean, make sure you get in the pizza ranch before school starts. Uh, take the whole family. Yeah, um, and, and invite Nick and I. Would come. Please, with, we'd love please, to come with you. Please, yeah, and my whole family. Yeah, yeah. You can't just take John and I. It's the family. It's a family affair. That's yeah, what this and, is about. And you, you got to order. And you have. And this is a this is a pizza ranch hack. You got to order the the blueberry dessert pizza. Amen. When you get there. Yep. And then you have a then you have a timeline. Amen. When that comes out, you need to have. See, your, I'm I'm glad you and I are on the same page there. My my family likes the cactus bread, and they're totally mm-hmm. fine with. And that's how I, that's how I was out there. But I'm the I'm the fruit pizza guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's healthy. I it's told, healthy. I, I was, I was telling, I was telling, I was talking with uh, Tiffany and I was like, you know, this, you know, you know, moving out of the Taco John's deal, which she just goes now go order a, a taco pizza and they yeah. just fold it in half and you got to, <laughs> you can have your taco. I like where your head's at. Pizza. Yeah. Head. I like where your head's at. You've got it figured out. You stick well, with John and good things are going to happen. As, as my good friend Scott Tripp says, this body doesn't build itself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a lot. It's years of hard work. That's right. Years yeah, of hard work. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah, so. I'm right there with you. Well, Nick, yeah. thank you for joining us. Thanks and, for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, it was great to get to know you and uh, and uh, blessings to you as school starts and uh, you get you get things back and rolling with the prayer breakfast. We'll hey, see you then. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, John. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!